This is the Leaving Inside Our podcast, and I'm your host, Talks Arotere. This is episode one. I'm so thrilled you've chosen to join me. Welcome. Through this podcast, I help you get unstuck by sharing stories that expose limiting mindsets. I believe we were created with the resources needed to live the life we desire, but our gifts are buried under limiting beliefs. Now you will learn how to unearth those mindsets so you can live the way God intended, which is from the inside out. In today's episode, I share my business story. I share the highs, the lows, and the climb. And I promise I will not alarm you, but if I do, I'm sure you can handle it. Now, why should you even care about this podcast? Why should leaving inside out matter to you? If you are a woman on the verge of transitioning, this is for you. Now, transitioning could mean you're starting a new business or you're already in business and you're taking your business to another level, or perhaps it's your career and you're enjoying or about to embark on a shift in your career, could even be a change in your relationship. Now, I also believe and I regard milestone ages as transition because guys, those ages, they have a way of reminding us that we are not where we really want to be in life. As women, we wear several hats and mine include wife, mom, entrepreneur, nursery interior designer, retail shop owner, mindset strategist and speaker. And there's more. But I'm married to my best friend and we've known each other since we were 17 and 18. And we have four sons. Yes, four of them. And they are real boys. They are loud. They are boisterous. And they are fun to be with. My business, The Baby Cut Shop, is a destination for luxury baby furniture and it's based in Chelsea, London. Now, you will hear a lot about The Baby Cut Shop because so many of my life lessons have come from running a business. The entrepreneurial life has its tough moments and that is putting it very, very mildly. I've always been passionate about my mind and its ability to go in a direction I seem to have little control over. By this, I mean the way we have good intentions, but we end up doing something completely unrelated. Or how we have big dreams and even the confidence in that moment that yes, we can do it. But then months later, we are still stuck at the place where we had the dream. I'm passionate about helping women get unstuck using the tools that helped me when I found myself grounded and unable to move forward. I believe your gift is a tool given to help you live the life you were created to live, but it can only be used after limiting mindsets have been removed. Now, I'm going to take you on a journey on how I discovered just that. My business journey started after I attempted to return to work following the birth of son number three. I worked as a medical representative for a pharmaceutical company and I hated it, but it paid well. I happened to be reading a book by Elizabeth Elliot. I think it's Elizabeth Elliot. I'm pretty sure it was. And somebody had written in and asked the author, how do I know what my gift is? And she replied, your gift is that thing you do so effortlessly. You don't even think much about it. 
yet everyone else thinks it's such a big deal. Now, I happened to be reading that chapter and verse when the email came back from my then company rejecting my request to work the hours that I wanted. Now, my husband, who is always a listening ear and my sounding board suggested, why don't you just do what you're good at? But I don't know what that is. I snapped back. But then I recalled that I was just reading about gifts and effortlessness and all of that stuff. And my friends, they loved my home. They recruited me to do their own homes or give them tips about interiors. And I actually loved interiors. It came natural to me. That's it. Interior design. That was it. That must be my gift. So I went ahead and enrolled on a couple of design courses and I started a residential interior design firm. Less than a year later, my husband came back from work one day and suggested, why don't we move to the United States? And I thought, great idea. So we sold our home, packed our three little boys and emigrated to Atlanta, Georgia from London, England. Now we had, of course, been in love with the US and that's why he suggested it. We traveled there on holiday every year and it made sense for us to go live there. And in the process of our move, I purchased a luxury baby furniture shop in an affluent area called Buckhead. Now, understand that up until then, my only business experience was as a checkout girl in the grocery store, specifically Asda, during my days as a student. Yet here I was taking on the task of running a real business. But I learned very quickly and I settled into my new life and life was perfect. Then a storm came. Rumors started to circulate about a coming recession. Businesses in our strip mall, which was behind Houston's on Petrie, and that's for my ATL listeners, started to shut down. I had a friend whose husband walked on Wall Street and she told me to consider carefully before renewing my lease because the gist was we were entering into a tough business climate and then sales started to decrease and eventually I made the painful decision to shut the shop after moving it online. Now, if this was a book, I'd call this chapter a perfect storm. We found ourselves in the path of a storm as we returned to England where we were ushered in by a brewing recession. <laughs> And I was also pregnant with son number four. We lost everything. It was the perfect storm. But you see, I had been exposed to a different way of life. And I couldn't sit still twiddling my thumbs waiting for the storm to pass. Once you've had a taste of business, it is very hard to go back to what you were used to previously. So I researched the UK baby furniture market and I noticed the absence of beautiful furniture for babies and children. And I set up the baby cut shop. But at the time it was called Pumpkin Patch, which was the name of the Atlanta shop. Guys, I have got to tell you that I struggled to let it go. I held onto that failing business as though my identity depended on it. And it did. The day I moved the business online was one I wouldn't forget. We had emailed all our suppliers and informed them of the transition and we were greeted with a flurry of emails. Those emails did not say congratulations on your e-commerce website. Neither did they say 
commiserations on losing your bricks and mortar shop. But it was, we do not allow our products to be sold by online stores. Please take them down. We only deal with physical locations. I remember one particular company who we'd done a fair amount of business with. And I remember them saying the only way they'd move forward with me was if I purchased a bulk amount of stock worth over $20,000. Now, the thing with business is that you build relationships with your partners. And after a while, they actually start to feel like family. So the rejection emails, the suddenly telling me about massive amounts of money, which I didn't have, It just added to the many layers of stuff I was already going through, which I'll peel back over the next few weeks. Listen, I have to tell you, letting go of the US business was like pulling teeth. I struggled. And that's another story for another episode. Well, today, the Baby Cut Shop is based on the Kings Road in Chelsea, London which is one of the country's most famous shopping destinations. So that's the background to how I got started in entrepreneurship. Many of the challenges I encountered in business, or should I say I encounter in business, have turned out to be lesson teachers. And do you know what I discovered? That the biggest obstacles occurred in my mind. Over the years, I have mentored a number of women And the culprit is almost always the mindset. Now, I know, of course, there are external factors that we cannot ignore, but I believe that inside of us is everything we need to navigate, even those factors. Sometimes you have to weather the storm. Other times you have to change the definition of the storm. I read somewhere that the Chinese don't even have a direct translation for the word challenge. Rather, what we call problems, they call opportunities. So if your house burns down, it is seen as an opportunity for a new house. You know, they say that it is when you're down, you get to know who your true friends are. Well, that's also the time you get to know who you are. One mistake many people make is allowing their identity to be tied to temporal things. For example, money, prestige or relationships. Once those things fall off, you get to find out who you truly are, and there's always more than meets the eye. Leaving inside out means you leave from your core, without the embellishment that hides our pain and shortcomings. I believe that we were all created for a unique purpose, and our lives will be pointless if we don't fulfill that purpose. Purpose has got to take two boxes. One, bring glory to God who created you. And two, bless the people that cross your path. And it also transforms you in the process. And newsflash, transformation is not pleasant. It can be quite ugly, which I think is the reason why we run away from it. Let's use the example of an orange seed to describe purpose. When you hold a seed in your hand, you're also holding a tree. Because inside that seed is everything needed for the seed to become a tree. I believe that all that's needed for you to become the person God intended is already inside you. 
your purpose is a seed that carries, amongst other things, the desire to see it fulfilled. In other words, God wants what you want. Or we could say that the thing you desire also desires you. Now, you know that the best part of it is that God did not make you to fulfill some boring stoic function that will have you living like a monk. The desires you have are linked to the reason you were created, which is why it's important not to downplay your dreams or think of your dreams as not worth pursuing. Here's the problem. That seed becomes layered with negative experiences, bad memories, self-esteem issues, lack of confidence, and so much more, which make breaking through the soil difficult. Mindsets settle like dust and you end up leaving through them even as you search for fulfillment. The layers cloud your judgment, color the information you receive, and even give you a new name so that how you view yourself becomes skewered. So in order to reach your gifts, you've got to remove those layers. I believe we are truly fulfilled when we leave exactly as we were created to leave. So while I was trying to make my way out of the storm, my focus was on just that. The trouble with being in a difficult or stagnant place is that you really don't care about purpose. Your goal becomes survival, and that's what you strive for. And even when you survive, you may end up pursuing your new view of success, which again has been altered by the creeds that you acquired during the storm. One day, I came across a Bible verse that said, consider your ways, and it goes on, and I've left the exact verse and the contents in the show notes. Now, I've always journaled, but once I made the decision to consider my ways, also known as the practice of introspection, my journaling took a different turn. Instead of writing about shallow thoughts that had bubbled to the surface, I began to dig deeper to find more substantial beliefs, and many of them were limiting. I found that beneath our surface lies a priceless gem, but many of us leave purely from the surface and we don't tap deep down to receive instructions and inspiration from that gem. And the more people I spoke to, both men and women, it turned out that that was the case for everyone. Living from the inside out empowers you to make decisions from the truest version of yourself, that part of you that's focused on your purpose and progress, which is the reason you were created. This type of living is not only fulfilling, but it allows you to navigate obstacles like a boss. I invite you to come with me on a journey each week as we peel back the layers of limiting beliefs to reveal your gift so you can become unstoppable. To connect with me, please go to talksarotere.com where you can join my mailing list and be notified of new podcasts and blog posts. I'm also on social media as Talksarotere. And if you think this podcast is for you, why don't you subscribe? In addition, please give it a five-star rating on iTunes. If you're still not sure, Come back next week and listen again, because next week we'll be digging into more of what happened during the perfect storm and how I navigated my way out. 
Thank you for listening and remember to live always from the inside out. Talk to you soon. Thank you.